Tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop, Episode 4. Take yourself out on a walk, yeah, you need to unwind. A bit around the block, there's a place you will find. If you go, you will know, this is where you want to stop. These are the tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop. These are the tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop. Wow, that's some crazy loud thunder. What a storm out there. Sure glad I'm warm and dry here in the coffee shop instead of in all that rain and getting all... Wait, wait, why am I getting wet? Where's this water coming? Oh, rats and radishes. The roof is leaking. And it's getting my papers soaked. And now it's getting water on my laptop. Thelma, Thelma. Thelma. And you folks have a nice day. Oh, hi, JR. What can I get you? No, wait, here. Try one of these cranberry and walnut muffins. Buy one, get one free today. No, that's not quite... Or how about a toasted poppy seed bagel with organic stone ground mustard? Nope, not that either. Well, then what can I get you, JR? A rowboat, for starters. How's that, JR? It's no wonder you call this the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop, Thelma. I'm getting soaked over there. What are you talking about, JR? Your roof is leaking, Thelma. And it's dripping water all over my table. My roof is... Oh, rats and radishes. Yeah, that's what I said. That's great. Just great. I don't have time to fix the roof right now, JR. You'll just have to sit at a different table. A different table? But that's my table, Thelma. I always sit at that table. JR, for a full-grown adult dog, you sure act like a spoiled little puppy. Here, take this. This? What's this? It's a bucket, JR. Just put it under the drip for now. Well, can't you do something more permanent? I'm a dog, JR, just like you. I only have four paws. And right now, those four paws are making coffees and serving customers. Well then, can't you pause long enough to fix the roof? I'm not in the mood for puns right now, JR. If it's bothering you so much, you can climb up there and fix the leak yourself. Oh, well, I wouldn't know how to do that, Thelma. Sure you would, JR. Every dog knows how to roof. Well, I don't know how to... Oh. Oh, I get it. Dogs know how to roof. As in barking. Roof. Very clever, Thelma. And besides, JR, I thought you liked my drip coffee. You said you weren't in the mood for puns, Thelma. Yes, well, mine are funnier than yours, JR. Here, take the bucket. Thanks, Thelma. Every dog knows how to roof. I've got a podcast to create, and my barista's practicing stand up. Hey, how are things going, JR? Oh, hi, Roland. I was just. Hey, hey, Roland, can you quit shaking yourself off? You're getting me all wet. More wet than I was already. Oh, sorry about that, JR. It's raining out there, you know? Yeah, I know. And in fact, it's so cold, I feel like a pupsicle. <laughs> Get it, JR? A pupsicle. I'm a dog and I'm cold, so that makes me a pupsicle. Yeah, I get it, Roland. <laughs> or, or maybe I'm a chili dog, JR. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, right? A chili dog. You're cracking me up, Roland. You feeling okay, JR? You're, you're looking a little pale. Get it? 
You're looking pale. There's a bucket on your table, and a pail is a kind of a bucket. You're sure full of puns today. Puns? No, I'm, I'm full of cranberry muffins. Thelma's having a buy one, get one free sale. But you do know what a pun is, right? Oh, sure, JR. A pun is a... Uh, I mean, they're a... Uh, uh, okay, no. I, I guess I don't know exactly what a pun is. Well, a pun can be made when two words sound the same, but they mean different things, like chili dog. Oh, sure, because chili can mean being cold, but a chili dog is a food. Exactly. But other puns are made when two words sound similar. Like, because you're a really cold dog, you're a popsicle instead of a popsicle. Oh, so those are called puns? Yep. Well, oh, then I'm the great Dane of puns, JR. Want to hear some of my favorites? <sighs> Not really, Roland. I'm... How many tickles does it take to make a squid laugh? Give up? Ten tickles. <laughs> get it? A squid? Ten tickles? <laughs> yep. I get it, Roland. Or, or how about this one? When is Roland, it... I don't really have time for this. I'm working on a new poetry podcast, and I don't know what the theme should be. Oh, well, maybe it could be about puns. Um, do poets like to use puns? Hey, that's a pretty good idea. Yeah, some poets love using puns. Poets like Lewis Carroll and Ken Nesbitt and Jack Prelutsky. Even Shakespeare loved using puns. Thanks a bunch, buddy. Oh, glad to help. Oh, it's getting late. I'd better get back to delivering the mail. See you soon, JR. Yep, see ya, man. Uh, in the meantime, you might have to get used to drip coffee. <laughs> drip coffee? <laughs> I cracked myself up. Thelma already? Oh, never mind. Hey, hey listener. listener. Yes, you. The one who likes to get messy with words. We see you sitting there waiting and wishing. Wishing and waiting. You had more puns in your life. Well, well wait, wait no, no longer. Take a quick drive to some fun pun emporium. We'll fill all of your pun needs. Stop by our pets and animals department. Looking for something to feed your sea monster? We have fish and ships. Does your frog need someplace to keep his money? We have the perfect river bank. Trying to keep in touch with your clam or oyster? We have all the latest shell phones. And if your rabbit is soggy, well, we have a wide selection of hair dryers. Puns are a play on words and are exactly what you need when you want a joke that makes people think twice. And here at Some Fun Pun Emporium, we have all the best groaners. Wander through the grocery aisles. Our honey is made only from polite bees. The ones who really know how to beehive. Pick up one of your favorite vegetables. Or even a spare, I guess. Asparagus. Get it? <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. A and do we have round pastries with holes in the middle? Well, no. We donut. But if you want dessert for your ghost... We have ice cream. Some Fun Pun Emporium is independently owned. Let's meet one of the dedicated staff people in our home maintenance department. Well, I've been working for Some Fun Pun Emporium for close to 10 years now and I'm always happy to help customers with their pun needs. Oh, excuse me. Hi, I'm at my wit's end. How do I repair this broken tomato? Oh, no worries, ma'am. We have the best tomato paste. Um, pardon, but what can you do for my cabbage? It's falling apart. Here, try some of this cabbage patch. Wow, thanks, Mr. Dedicated Staff Person. Happy to help. 
there you have it, folks. You'll find all of your answers at some fun pun emporium. Open seven days a week on the corner of Merrill Street and Old Avenue. My name is Zoe, and this is my poem, Drama. No, I'm not talking about gossip or people. I'm talking about the passion of acting. Should be someone else, just for a bit. Because you know, when you change into sweats, and undo your hair, and wipe off your makeup, you no longer feel like a lead. Hi, Mr. Russell. Hi. Oh, hi, Henry. Hey, why aren't you soaked from the rain like every other dog who's come into this coffee shop today? Oh, the rain's no problem for me, Mr. Russell. I'm so small and quick, I just run between the raindrops like this. Watch! Wow, Henry, that's... uh, Watch out for the chairs, kid. See? Yeah, that was pretty quick, Henry, but you can't really run between. (laughs) No, no, I'm just kidding, Mr. Russell. I have this. Well, that's a nice-looking umbrella you have there, Henry. It sure is, Mr. Russell. And look, when I open it up, it's decorated with my favorite superhero, Electro Dog. Here, let me show you. Henry, don't open a wet umbrella here. You'll get water. Oops. Oh, I'm sorry about that, Mr. Russell. Guess I got you a little wet, huh? Well, it's not the first time today, Henry. Say, that bucket on your table is getting pretty full. Is Miss Thelma's roof leaking? Sure looks like it. Well, you don't want that bucket to overflow, Mr. Russell. I'll just empty it outside. Be right back, Mr. Russell. Whoa, um, Henry, no, don't do that. That bucket is too heavy for you. Here, let me take it instead. No, you're busy, Mr. Russell. Let me help. I've got it, Henry. Really. Here, let go. You're splashing water onto the floor, Mr. Russell. Henry, if you just let go of the bucket... Be careful of the wet floor, Mr. Russell. You might... J.R., why are you trying to destroy my coffee shop? Sorry, Thelma. Wow. Are you okay, Mr. Russell? Yeah, I'm fine, Henry. Could you give me a paw? Sure, Mr. Russell, sure. Wow, you're really wet, Mr. Russell. Well, we had a hot, dry summer, so I should have expected a wet fall. Oh, I get it, Mr. Russell. A wet fall. Like, fall can be a season, but you really did have a wet fall. That's a pretty good pun, Mr. Russell. Do you know what a pun is, Mr. Russell? Sure, Henry. A pun is... A pun is made when two words sound the same but mean different things, like a wet fall and a wet fall. And then the other puns are made when two words sound sort of the same but not quite, like if I said other dogs need to be careful or they could step in a big poodle. I get it? Because <laughs> poodle and puddle sort of sound the same? Yep. Got it, Henry. Maybe you could do today's poetry podcast on puns, Mr. Russell. A lot of poets like to use puns. We're thinking along the same lines, kid. Well, that's great, Mr. Russell. Just great. So I'll get right to work on a new song for your podcast, Mr. Russell. A song about puns. And then I'll bring my ukulele and sing the song on your podcast, Mr. Russell. See you soon, Mr. Russell. Oh, um... Do you want me to help you clean up this mess first, Mr. Russell? No, Henry, I'll get it. And then maybe I'll fix the leak. After all, every every dog dog knows how to roof. Did Thelma already tell you that one? Yeah, a little bit ago. But it's still a good pun, Mr. Russell. I'll see you soon, Mr. Russell. Yep, see you soon, kid.
From my favorite corner table at the Saki Daki Coffee Shop, this is Eric Odie with today's special guest, the very popular author, poet, anthologist, and former U.S. Children's Poet Laureate, Ken Nesbitt. Ken, welcome to the coffee shop. Thank you for having me, Eric. Glad to be here. Hey, let's let's start here. How about telling me, well, why don't, do you remember when you first got interested in writing humorous poetry for kids? Oh, absolutely. I loved reading and listening to funny poems when I was a kid. When I was 9, 10, 11 years old, I loved reading poetry. I loved it when my father would recite poems. But I didn't know you could make up your own poems. So I didn't even try to write a poem until I was 32 years old. And the reason was that I heard a recording of a poet named Shel Silverstein reciting his poem, Sarah Cynthia Sylvia Stout Would Not Take take the the Garbage garbage Out. out. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that, I just thought, wow, that sounds like so much fun. I wonder if I could write a poem like that. And I tried and I, I wrote a poem that I thought was pretty good. I shared it with my friends and they liked it. And so I thought, well, maybe I'll write another one. And I just never stopped after that. That's outstanding. I think, I think Shel Silverstein has been a um, kind of a launch for a lot of us who enjoy humorous poetry. I sort of imagined that you often begin your poems with, with a really good punchline and you kind of work backward from there to get to that punchline. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I just start with something that sounds nice to me, uh, even though I have no idea where it's going. So, for example, this week I posted a new poem on my website, and it's called An Echo in My Room. And I did not know where the poem was going to go. I just, I had the lines in my head, there's an echo, echo, echo in my room, my room today. And I thought, well, this is a good idea for a poem, but what the punchline is, I have no idea. Well, along that line, then, do you have a do you have a poem with you that you'd like to share that we can jump in with? Well, sure. This is a poem that incorporates a number of puns. And so this short little poem is called Five Cents Nonsense. Oh, and by the way, I should preface this by saying that a smelt is a kind of a fish. A fish, right. So here's Five Cents Nonsense. I saw a saw. I felt some felt. I heard a herd. I smelt a smelt. I ate at eight. So tell me, do, does this make any sense to you? (laughs) That's outstanding. So share with me a little background behind another poem where you remember where the idea came from. Well, you know, I'm getting kind of old and my memory is not that great anymore. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you this. Usually, I don't wait for inspiration to strike. Usually, my inspiration comes when I sit down and I say, okay, I am going to write. What should I write about today? And oftentimes, I'll just look around and I'll see, oh, look, I've got a statue of a polar bear over here. I'm going to write a poem about a polar bear. And so, that kind of inspiration is also often the sort of thing that you don't remember. Like, I don't remember that I wrote this poem about a polar bear because I happened to be looking at a statue of a polar bear. So that last poem is from my newest book, which is called My Cat Knows Karate. And I have one more very punny poem to share. And this is all animal puns. And the poem is called Don't Rat on a Mouse. This is from my book, The Aliens Have Landed at Our School. 
Don't badger a groundhog. Don't crow at a grouse. Don't hound a chihuahua. Don't rat on a mouse. Don't parrot a peacock. Don't buffalo moose. Don't bat at a squirrel. Don't duck from a goose. Don't slug caterpillars. Don't leech off of worms. Don't fly at mosquitoes. Don't bug any germs. Don't crab at a lobster. Don't tick off a louse. Don't ape a gorilla. Don't rat on a mouse. Just take some advice and remember this clue. If you leave them alone, they won't monkey with you. Absolutely perfect. And I, I love the illustration with that that uh, that poem, by the way, with the, uh, the the fingers and the ears and waving at the monkeys. And, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Looking at the monkeys in the zoo and you're you're uh, making a face at them and they're making a face right back at you. And you said you, you said you have one more poem for us. That is a, uh, a, a punless poem. Is that right? I, I believe so. So this is this is a poem about writing poems. So this poem is called Today I Wrote This Poem. Today I wrote this poem, but I wonder if it's good. It doesn't have the things my teacher says a poem should. It doesn't share the feelings I have deep inside of me. It hasn't any metaphors and not one simile. It's missing any narrative, alliteration too. It isn't an acrostic, diamante, or haiku. There's nothing that's personified. It doesn't have a plot. I'm pretty sure that rhyming is the only thing it's got. It sure was fun to write it, and I think it's long enough. It's just too bad it's missing all that great poetic stuff. I put it on my teacher's desk, and wow, she made a fuss. She handed back my poem with an A++ plus plus absolutely wonderful ken thank you so much man from someone who definitely knows his poetic stuff i i really appreciate your taking the time to join us at the coffee shop thank you for having me eric it was uh it was great fun and it was honestly my pleasure Okay, hand me that roofing shingle, JR. Um, this here? No, that's roofing felt. It goes under the shingle. Oh, sorry. Uh, this one? That's it. Slide it over here. I'll put it in place. Velma, tell me again why we're up here on the roof of your coffee shop. Shouldn't we... And a few more nails, JR? Oh, uh, here you go. What I was saying was... Shouldn't we let a professional do the job? You're the one who insisted somebody needed to fix the leak, JR. The roofer can't get here until Tuesday. And look, the rain has let up a bit. Sort of a nice view up here, isn't it? I guess so. But why am I up here with you, Thelma? I don't know the first thing about repairing a roof. Because you are my friend, JR. And friends help each other. Oh, right. Do you need some of this? Don't open that can, JR. 
That's roofing tar. It's very sticky. You'll never get it off your paws. Oh. Hold on, I have a collar. You're a dog, Thelma. Of course you have a collar. Hi, Mama. It's nice of you to call. Why didn't I answer the coffee shop phone? Well, I'm not near the coffee shop phone right now, Mama. I'm... No, no, I'm not volunteering at a nature preserve in Madagascar. Why would... And I'm not riding an elephant in Thailand either. I'm on the roof of the coffee shop. Well, no, I suppose it's not as exciting as Madagascar, but right now... Yes, I know you've been to Madagascar, Mama. And maybe someday we could go together, but... Well, I can't go to Madagascar with you today, Mama. I'm repairing a leak in the roof. You wrote a poem about a leaky roof? I didn't know that, Mama. Well, certainly I'd love to hear it. Go ahead. There will always be leaky roofs to repair. But life should be filled with adventure and laughter when mamas and daughters have adventures to share. Each day's a happily ever after. Oh, ever rafter. Like the structure under the roof is made up of rafters. Got it. Um, did you just make up that poem right now, Mama? Mm, yes, well, I sort of thought so. It's a very nice poem. And that was a very clever pun at the end. Ever after and ever rafter. Mama, I have to finish repairing the roof now. It's starting to rain again. Yes, I know. There will always be leaky roofs to repair. But this one I really do need to repair today. Can I come over for dinner tonight? Wonderful. I'll see you at 7. I love you too, Mama. Bye. Okay, JR, it's time we... JR, did you open that can of roofing tar? I, um... I think my paw is stuck to your roof, Thelma. I'll go get the turpentine and a rag. Thanks, Thelma. Don't go anywhere. Hi, my name is Riley. This is my poem, The Birthday Mess. I knocked down the cookies. I spilled the iced tea. And then I wondered how proud the humans would be. They'll be happy, I thought, as I reached for the platter. And then all the fruit hit the floor with a clatter. I looked up and noticed a big birthday cake. I jumped on a chair. Wow, icing and candles flew everywhere. I wanted to nap. I lay down with a yawn. Then I heard a voice in the distance say, What's going on? The mom rushed in through the front door. I heard her gasp and then she collapsed. Sam's birthday is ruined, she said as she woke. And then, it's all your fault, she choked. What could she mean, I wondered, looking around. And then I considered what had happened in town. No, I thought, it couldn't be that. All I did was bite someone's pet cat. Then I thought she might be upset by the mess I had made, but soon that thought began to fade, because who doesn't like a good mess? But I guess I was wrong, because then she stared at me for a bit too long, then said, I forgive you for the mess, I just wish you could have done less. What could she mean? The best part of birthday is making a big mess. She reached for a present from the big pile, tore it open, and handed me a brand new ball with a smile. She gave it to me and said, you're a good boy. So maybe the best part of birthday is getting new toys. 
Hi, Mr. Russell. Hi. I'm ready with your song, Mr. Russell. Oh, hi, Henry. You wrote another song for my podcast? I sure did, Mr. Russell. It's a song full of puns. It's called Stan the Produce Man. The Produce Man? Like a person who sells fruits and vegetables? Exactly, Mr. Russell. And there are 11 puns in the song. 11. And all of the puns are about fruits and vegetables. Fair enough. But what's this little bell for? Well, there are 11 puns, Mr. Russell. I guess I told you that already. So every time you hear a pun... About fruits and vegetables. Right. Every time you hear a pun about fruits or vegetables, I want you to ring that bell. And when the song is over, you should have rung the bell 11 times. Well, okay then. So, are you ready, Mr. Russell? I think so. Okay, here we go. Let us talk about Stan, the produce man. The moment he appears, the people holler. Pears, got it. His pickup clanks and clatters. Banana, that matters. Banana. They dig into their purses for a dollar. He'll put you in a spinach time you see him. Spinach! He might just be your berry best friend. Love berries. People hurry when he calls, but he will not care at all. Carrot. If they turn up with no money they can spend. Love turnips. Aren't you glad to know Stan? Oranges. The produce man. Such a peach. There's not a one above him. Mmm, peaches. From his hat down to his toes, no matter where that mango. Mangoes, clever. All of the people love him. All of the people. Well done. Thanks, Mr. Russell. But I think I only rang the bell ten times. Are you sure there are eleven fruit and vegetable puns? Yep, eleven, Mr. Russell. Well, which one did I miss? I'll give you a hint. Let us talk about Stan, the produce man. That was the hint? Yep, that was the hint. Okay, give it to me again. Let us talk about Stan, the produce man. Nope, I still don't hear it. Once more. Sure, Mr. Russell, sure. Let us talk about Stan, the produce man. Nope, uh, one more? Let us talk about Stan. Nope, not yet. Let us, let us talk. One more time. Let us... Um, Let us talk about Stan, the produce. Hi, this is Eric Odie, author, poet, songwriter, and the creator of Tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop. Did you know you can help support this podcast simply by downloading music? It's true, and we'd love your help. Visit our website, SoggyDoggyCoffeeShop.com, where you can learn about the many wonderful people who help bring this podcast series together, and then find the support page. By purchasing award-winning music for kids, you are supporting this podcast. How cool is that? Tales from the Soggy Doggy Coffee Shop is a production of Deep Rooted Music. Music.